the future of photography. Hey Jeremiah, how you doing? Oh, we're doing well amidst uh, global malfunction on every uh, yes, level. Yes, uh, on a number of a uh, number of levels. J- just two of us today, because one of us is is stuck in limbo. Uh, Chris, poor Chris is stuck in limbo um, uh, between trips, and he's having some stuff cancelled. And and Ema, uh, Ema has had a power cut and and doesn't have any signal for us to talk with her. So, so just thee and me today, and it's a bit of an impromptu conversation about crises. Yeah, we thought we'd talk about uh, being a photographer, whether it's commercial or artistic or just a hobbyist, but in the world of viruses and social isolations and care, what do you do? How do you how do you deal with your gear? How do you deal with uh, interaction among people? If you were a photographer of concerts, how do you make a living? Will wedding photographers stop oh, shooting yeah. weddings? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a whole kind of domino effect to what's going on, and it is global, as we know now know. Yeah, so, so, so for those, a bit of context for those listening in the future, uh, firstly, well done for surviving the global meltdown, <laughs> um, or burn up, or whatever it is we're in the middle of, um, uh, uh, and and uh, and also, why are you listening to old podcasts when you've got a, a world to rebuild um no but more seriously as we record this um we're we're in the midst of uh coronavirus globally we've got uh we've got elections on which uh which is, is a social upheaval in in the states at the moment isn't it um you've it is a big one. All, all sorts of stuff going on um and uh so you know with, with uh with a paired down team we thought we, we we'd try and try and figure out what that means um for, for us um as photographers um which is possibly a tangential uh link to to, to our core themes for this week so please forgive us this uh we're we're, we're reacting um, I, I guess we could start off with some some very definitely photographic news. Um, uh, Eagle listeners will will have heard me uh, talk about the photography show um, uh, that that's been coming up here in the UK, which is a uh, it's the biggest photography trade show um, in in the UK. Um, although of course it's it's not as big as your traditional photo kina. Um, uh, four days before the show was due to open, uh, it's been postponed. It's been postponed uh, from March to September. So it's been postponed by six months um, purely because of coronavirus. Uh, so my, my weekend is, is going to be quite different. Um, my, my professional working week is also quite different um, because I, I'm no longer traveling it to offices in London. So I, I'm using uh, either satellite offices or or or, or staying at home uh, and working from home. Um, and yeah, uh, they haven't quite got to the f- to, to the point yet where all the schools in my neighborhood are closed. But I know that there are some schools in the UK that are closed now. Yeah, here in uh, in L.A. and certainly in Northern California, University Stanford, uh, UCLA, USC, they're all um, doing classes online, so no more classes uh, live. Um, NAB, which uh, those techies among you, big big tech show in Las Vegas, biggest of the year, canceled. Um, there are many openings of uh, Hollywood films. Obviously, a lot of business get-togethers are canceled and people are starting to think about social isolation. So, for example, how does that affect one's photography if one was a professional wedding photographer, say? Are weddings 
being canceled? That's a good question. I assume they are. Um, not only canceled, but th- what does that mean for your business? If you know your your business is based on social dynamic, and we are into a culture of social isolation, how does that affect your business? Well, it would affect uh, if, my it would affect my business quite substantially over time. I think in the short term. Uh, given the 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 work that uh, we're doing for our clients in our business, um, we we are fortunate enough to be able to do that remotely. We're we're reasonably well established with those clients, and you know the the you know there's a there's a, a relationship in there that's strong enough to allow for remote working. But to find new clients, um, that that would be challenging. At, uh, you know, right at this point, um, I think so. Uh, yeah. It's it's a, a wedding photographers. I, mean, I think weddings and and other what you might call medium sized events. Um, I, I think there's definitely risk there, isn't there? Sure. I mean, if you were having an art opening, for example, that probably would be cancelled. Um, small theaters are going to suffer. Uh, large theaters may be able to weather it. Um, the movie business is certainly going to take a dive. Um, just in terms of openings, the TV business, however, I, I predict is going to explode when people just stay home and do Netflix and chill. Um, yeah, I, assume, yeah. I assume there are going to be a lot of drinking as well and a lot of <laughs> macro photography. <laughs> They'll only be drinking until the booze runs out. So uh, do you know what? That's, that's a, an interesting thing about uh, on a slight, actually a slighter side. It's not a slight side. It's a complete aside. I went to see Parasite at the weekend. Mm-hmm. awesome movie oh yes very very good and and very timely and very global and uh explores a lot of the economic dynamics that are happening globally um brilliant movie i hadn't thought about that actually at that level i just thought it was hilarious <laughs> in a very dark way it, it it's very very funny um uh, and uh and then uh, and then a bit chaotic towards the end but but in a good way but yes i suppose i suppose it is it, there's definitely a lot of um uh, a lot of metaphor in the imagery there between up and down, isn't there? And sunlight and darkness and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the cinematography, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's one bit um, where the, uh, the, the poor family, I can tell you this, this is not a spoiler. The poor family has to leave the rich family's house and go back to their own house for a bit. And they, they must go down about three miles of staircases. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that um, all of those were built on sound stages? They're all sets, beautiful, beautiful sets. You, you really felt the uh, reality. Um, wow! So, really? That's, yeah, that's oh, yeah. some quite epic-sized stuff. Yeah, beautifully done. I mean, you know, masterfully done. So that was, you know, that's good. But we're here to talk about the future of photography and what does the future bode for those of us or uh, who are um, interested in photography of people, people in groups, um, or traveling. Uh, every time one gets on a, you know, a silver tube with three or 400 people, uh, some of them sneezing, coughing, etc., cetera, uh, tray tables and the like, are we risking our health? Uh, that is going to show up. So if you are someone like Chris, <laughs> who is uh, trying to lead uh, tours um, around the world in photography, that is definitely going to affect him. How does the dynamic of the virus 
affect the individual photographer who's just off to do landscapes in foreign countries. So I, I think that there, you know, when you start to kind of appreciate the nature, even in a small way, of how the moment we find ourselves here will affect what we photograph, how we photograph, how we get to where we need to photograph, and what kind of adjustments will come out of that, I think we can es expect over the next few years some real shifts in the kinds of imagery we're going to see. I, I can't say I know what that is, but it feels like we're going to be seeing something different. Well, let's let's try and speculate a little bit then, because yeah, you know, what you you know, travel photography is is an interesting place to start because there's some obvious blockers, aren't there? But and and you know, are you going to get? Are we going to continue to send Nat Geo photographers uh, on assignments around the world, or, or you know, can you imagine Nat Geo full of cell phone pics shot by locals? <laughs> um, I well, mean, we have we have citizen I, I, journalism. <laughs> I, I can imagine that, though I do, um, uh, I can't for the love of me um, believe that the dedicated photographer will not find a way, whether it's um, by car or by boat um, or, or possibly, you know, uh, collectives of private air. Uh, travel that that reduce the cost somewhat, or that companies um, must actually abide by and and embrace the cost of sending their journalists outside of uh, um, socially dense uh, travel mechanisms, whether that's subways or trains or planes, or certainly yeah. cruise ships. It's um, that's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, it there's because for me that also links to uh photography is social documentary uh and certainly you know uh the the more new newsworthy you know headlines global headlines kind of stories and, and global events that need to be documented in in some way in some journalistic fashion there's there's the olympics next year i think is it next could you no yes no is it this year this no it's year. this year this isn't year. it the olympics is is this year isn't it yeah hey could could one imagine um, what the Olympics would look like without anybody there. The athletes are going to be uh, competing. <laughs> Will we see <laughs> camera operators in hazmat suits? Uh, what about the um, athletes themselves? Where are they going to stay? Um, how does that affect performance? Um, so th there is that to consider. Um, not to mention how would that affect a network that's paid billions of dollars for the rights to broadcast um, that is left with programming for four weeks empty? Oh, so, yes. Well, and, and the people that work though, though, those things as well. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, I have a, is he a distant relative? He's my wife's cousin. So he's not that distant. And he's, a, he, amongst other things, uh, does, does some work as a camera operator and he spent the rugby world cup 
last year out in Japan for about four weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of people who, who would be doing that, representing all of those global networks who have TV rights for things that are going to are going to struggle. It's definitely a big I mean, there's definitely as, as there's a hit on business around the world. There's definitely potential for for hit on on photographers who travel for photographers locally. I mean, you mentioned it yourself, wedding photographers and event photographers. Um, uh, events are uh, are being cancelled left, right and centre. So so you know, if it's not weddings yet then certainly larger events public events and corporate events are being cancelled and so there's going to be a, a hit there um, we should probably also talk about uh supply chain uh, and manufacture oh, well, because we yeah, should definitely do that because yeah. the you know uh, uh, as a as a hobbyist um actually <laughs> i'm trying to train myself not to buy so many cameras actually but but you know the, there are those of us who might say okay well the business of photography is is not what i do uh, so, you know, what impact is there on me? Well, I mean, I, my, my you know, as a photographer, as a hobbyist photographer, my, my travel could be restricted in some way. It's not yet, but, but it could be. Uh, and, uh, and if I was in the market for a new camera, I'm seeing lots of announcements already, actually, of, of, uh, cameras that have been, um, uh, well, cameras that have been announced, and then there's a second announcement coming out saying, actually, we we can't build them because our supply chain's broken because of coronavirus. Um, well, yeah, and and how will that affect um, the demand for you know film, which uh, I believe you are a, a great participant in the film photography world, and I have been known to dabble. <laughs> that's right. Uh, how much of that is um, manufactured abroad or locally and how does the transport of those goods um, affect the supply chain as well i mean it's not no, that is an interesting thing because that there are there are not that many manufacturing plants for photographic film anymore there's half a dozen or so worldwide basically so uh, unless i'm unless i'm missing my guess um uh, the, there's a, probably at least one in Russia, one in Eastern Europe somewhere. Uh, there's one in the UK. There's one in upstate New York. Uh, there's not, there, there, there must be more, but I, I, but uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, so it's uh, yeah, there, there's there's all sorts of things that that are impact, uh, and not just uh, you know, it's not just the the short term impact of can I get my new toy or not? Because that's a really selfish view. I'm going to move the conversation on in just a moment, right, to something that is actually a bit more socially aware. Right, but but uh, there are smaller companies who could suffer irreparable damage you know, um, uh, to to their lines of business through through an, an extended thing like this. Um, you know, imagine imagine that you're 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 barely getting by anyway because you know the the market for, for photographic products is is decreased over time, um, uh, and the the numbers of, of camera sale sold are, are getting smaller and smaller every year by by you know a large proportion. Um, the, the there's got to be some who are right on the edge of of sustainability. Um, well, I think that will be true for airlines. Certainly, uh, you know, uh, kind of. The, the companies like Carousel, those kind of... Oh, we ships. lost one in the UK last week, or was it earlier this week? I forget. Yeah. A company called Flybee, which is a great little company, did a lot of short, short hop routes, a lot of twin prop jobs. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, they, they went under. They just, yeah, the, the coronavirus was the last straw for them. They were already suffering, but the coronavirus was the last straw for them, and they've, they've had to, to call it quits. Uh, there's an airport down the road from me. I say down the road. It's about 40 miles away. 
um, where 95% of its traffic was from that one airline. So overnight, 95% of the traffic through that airport has just gone. Yeah, what does that mean for the vendors there, for the baggage handlers there, for all, all of the oh, kind tons of, of jobs? Yeah, literally th- across the airline and then the airports, it impacts literally thousands of jobs. You know, uh, very much at risk now if no other airlines pick up those routes. Now so. we also talk about like Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, uh, the the gig economy. Um, how do they protect themselves? How do they stay home? How do they self quarantine? How do they stay alive? Um, I think a lot of that is we're about to see because we are in unknown territory. And back to photography for a moment, you know, yes, there will be people out there um, in what I assume will be protective gear that will be um, shooting empty cities and and kind of showing us the kind of the the effect of what's going on the fear that people have whether it's justified or not um and that will create uh, i'm i'm sure a, a kind of a micro genre of the images of empty cities it's <laughs> my prediction <laughs> it, it could prediction. well do do you know what though that actually you, you are starting to, to to bend the conversation in a way that i was hoping would be a little bit more uh, a little bit less selfish uh, and a little bit more socially aware which is that actually photography of course plays a very important role in documenting what goes on in the world um you know and and uh especially in uh, especially in times of celebration or and crisis or or any extreme really um uh, there, there i guess there's plenty of photography that celebrates the mundane but um we're, we're not living in a mundane situation right now and you know so uh, I, uh, to, I think to pick up I, I, on what you just said, uh, those images of Wuhan empty were terrifying and amazing and very powerful. Ah, good. Okay. Yes. Thank Yes. Good point. I, I hadn't thought of it quite uh, for, for, from that angle. Yes. Um, I was thinking more in terms of, you know, as I often do when thinking about photography, I was thinking about people and, 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 and documenting uh human human suffering you know what happens inside a, you know what happens happens to a family when where uh when somebody is is very sick and what happens uh to to workplaces but i guess yes you might end up with a, a lot of photographs of empty places or or at least sparsely populated everybody wearing face masks and things like that it's a it's a sort of i don't know i don't want to paint too apocalyptic a vision and of course what i've described there is 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 a very westernized aesthetic as well speaking of office buildings and 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 what have you but um it, it's uh yeah the, the the there's a lot going on here isn't there there's the, there's a lot on on the other hand there are you know a, a lot of young people it seems um who are taking advantage of significantly lower airfares to go to places that they would never have a chance to travel is that right? And okay. Yes, that is right. And, uh, you know, with the adage of, well, if I die, I die. So, um, <laughs> okay. <I> th- <laughs> Something that only people young enough to think they're invincible can say. Exactly. <laughs> but I, but I think we will see images from that particular subset of culture, which could be very, very interesting, fascinating, and possibly reassuring that, uh, our imagination could in fact be worse than the reality. It's very possible that we are 
uh, kind of overreacting to something. And uh, one just has to look at the movie Contagion several times to, you know, be affected as Steven Soderbergh movie uh, that will show you how um, these kinds of viruses spread like wildfire fire. But, you know, on the other, on the other hand, uh, it may be that just by kind of putting a lid on it and slowing it significantly, that there will be enough research done globally and um, interconnectivity of countries to kind of support each other's research, which would be amazing in this period of history, um, to find some kind of vaccine, which within a year and a half or two may just put a lid on it and and this too shall pass. But if one is um, in the in, you know in the near future or the present, uh, we're, we're talking about in every kind of aspect of photography, it will be affected. Um, if you're like, for example, if you were just having an opening, your first big opening that you were just you know <laughs> betting the bank on, uh, there's no way to do that anymore, or there won't be soon. Uh, how does that affect how you present your work to the world? Um, it, will galleries really be a by appointment only rather than crowd events? Um, if your work is seen in um, in a kind of very distilled fashion, one on one, how does that affect the um, the experience of seeing the work? Um, is the online uh, presentation of work, which is already kind of, I, I think, more uh, powerful than anything in terms of the art world, will that just become the way to experience um, the art image? Will we be moving away from the object until this calms down? Um, gear, you know, when you're shipping gear, um, you move cases through all manner of, of countries, customs, and handlers. When you get your your gear, will you be assured that it's safe? Was it sprayed? Uh, is there, you know, is, is there a moment where the overreaction or the um, considered reaction of the kind of uh, powers that be uh, will start to uh, affect your gear in ways that may deteriorate it, you know? Mm. Um, I've seen, I, you know, I'm not sure what you, I'm not sure what you mean by well, that. Actually, but. Uh, you know, I, I saw, um, in, I forget what city it was, but these huge trucks driving along the streets, spraying oh, what I, I yeah, okay. only mm. imagine is a very, um, intense chemical. I mean, hopefully it's, maybe it's just alcohol, but who knows what it is, uh, and, and how you have no control over whether or not that truck roars around the corner. I'm saying these are, these are small um, issues for any individual, not as, as powerful as what this does to whole social classes. And here in LA, we, we, we worry about our homeless population, not having access to healthcare, not having access to medical services, which will soon be overstressed. Um, 
Yeah, and, and that which is already happening in in Italy, and not just for homeless people in Italy, the right. the, the medical yeah. services are already significantly. No, here too. Yeah, here too. Uh, yeah, um, um, but but then is it the responsibility of journalists, photographers, to go out and really tell that story? I believe that it will be, but the care in which one will then approach it is going to be different. It, it is. It's an it's a, it's a, it's a moral and ethical dilemma, isn't it? You know, I'm I'm sure I've I've mentioned uh, before. You know, the very famous photo of a I think a, a, an Ethiopian child, you know, at the point of of starving to death, we're photographed uh, with a, a vulture sitting in the background, um, which uh, at the time uh, I forget how many years ago it was was a, a very famous photograph. There there is a there is a, a moral and ethical dilemma for photographers in in the way they approach this stuff, and it, it's a very very fine line to tread. Um, it, it, it's, it's troubling. I have to admit, you know, we, we try and ask ourselves the question, you know, what does this mean for the future of photography? And we've discussed, you know, we, we speculated on lots of stuff. I, I don't think that's necessarily, I think that's possibly too lighthearted a question for the situation we find ourselves in. Um, but it's, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, be- best wishes to everybody that, you know, that out there who, who is, um, who is suffering or, or who knows somebody who is suffering. But it is. Uh, I think there is a role for photography in in a crisis, um, uh, and I hope that uh, those that seek to take that role, because often it, it's a voluntary thing to do to go out and do these things. Sometimes, yes, there's an there's a blend of of social documentary uh, with, with with personal business goals, and that's that's okay. That that's that's okay. Everybody has to eat, um, but it's uh, yeah. I, I just trust that you yeah, know it, it's. Um, it's treated sensitively. Um, I, I agree. I, I agree. There, there is a major role for photography in demonstrating a the compassion of of uh, people to people in terms of dealing with this crisis uh, and all crises. Um, there is a role for artists to express the human condition of the moment or to try and and connect with people to say through the work you are not alone what you are feeling is is a it, there is a commonality to it um to try and bring people together in a way maybe unconsciously there's certainly um a, a role for for um the citizen photographers to um capture uh moments whether they be tragic or elevated um to show that that people will survive, they will get through this, and your friends will still be there even if you're quarantined for two weeks. So there is a way of connecting with people, whether it's through Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, et cetera, et cetera, that uses photography to reach out and speak to other people. Um, and finally, I, th- I think that that when people are moved inward, and, and I say this in a kind of more metaphoric way, not just in a room, but having to kind of pull back from social dynamics. There's a different thought process um, that starts to occur. One can become depressed or one can become very uh, excited about new ideas, new ways of, of looking at the world, um, new ways of connecting with people um, and new ways of capturing what it is we would like to put out there. So, so 
there could be some unintended consequences that are actually very positive in the long run um, that really help us understand how um, how precious social dynamics are and separating us is one of the things that is so uh, antithetical to the human DNA, the human genome, the human lizard brain. <laughs> I think that's a really nice place to sum it up. I think we, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, that in, in the sense that it's possible to end on a positive note, a conversation like this, uh, I think, I think you've achieved it. So, uh, I think we, I, I feel, I feel we should skip the picks of the week this week. Um, well, maybe masks N95 masks. <laughs> okay. Now you've uh, ruined and surgical it. Go- <laughs> and surgical it. gloves. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now you've done that and ruined, ruined the whole vibe. Um, <laughs> uh, have you ever seen, uh, we'll, we'll end on this then. Have you ever seen the movie perfect sense? No. Okay. This is a movie from uh, 2011. I think it's Ewan McGregor. Um, and it, and it's a, it's a story uh, about a, a global pandemic. Um, at first, everybody loses their sense of smell. And then some time later, everybody loses uh, their sense of taste. And uh, uh, and one by one in this global pandemic, uh, the senses that humans have available to them are, are taken away. And and uh, it doesn't. End. Let's just say it doesn't end well. So it's possibly not. That. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your happy beat. Right? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Let's go back. Let's go back to your bit. Yeah. Actually, you know, using photography to to share information, using photography to communicate with with loved ones. Um, yeah. That that's 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 where we should end this conversation. So so on that note, um, stay safe, everybody. Yeah, keep, keep taking. taking yeah. Keep taking pictures. Stay safe. Um, and uh, we'll be back next time With around. A positive, uh, on a positive note. On a positive note, That's yes. Great. Okay, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com.